there is evidence that the provincial government is doing the old game of double counting. BC United Opposition got its hands on some information under access to information, which suggests that in their first, gee, we're in the eighth year of NDP government, they only added about 250 treatment beds. All right, that's Vaughn Palmer there from the Vancouver Sun. We were talking to him earlier this morning about this announcement that came from the province yesterday about an expansion of addiction treatment and recovery services. Now, that is something everybody has been asking for, saying if we really want to put a dent in our opioid overdose crisis numbers, we need to offer more options to people. So obviously, this announcement was important, but does it actually mean net new beds? Well, that's what we wanted to talk about. Like, what is new here and how much of a difference is this actually going to make? So that's why we're very glad that Jennifer Whiteside is with us now, BC's Minister of Mental Health and Addictions. Thank you for being here. Good morning, Simi. Now, can we please break down this announcement here? So what what is happening for people who need help? Yeah. So with this announcement, Simi, I mean, as you, you know, as you said in your, in your, in your introduction, we, we understand how critical it is that we, that we improve access for British Columbians to the kind of care and support that they need right through the continuum of addressing their addiction challenge. That's through detox beds, through, uh, through withdrawal management and, and on to treatment. And then of course, into, into aftercare as well. And we have been working with the Canadian mental health association uh, over the last uh, a couple of years to help us um, work with community providers um, to sort of structure a program that provides uh, low barrier access uh, to British Columbians. So in, uh, in 2022, we, uh, we asked uh, the, the CMHA to work with us and we funded 105 uh, beds and they worked with community partners to stand up those beds, to make those beds uh, available through our public system. So those are publicly funded beds now that British Columbians can access free of, uh, free of charge. We've added to that program. Uh, we uh, announced yesterday 180 uh, beds uh, will, uh, will be available. We have 97 of those beds uh, in operation now and the rest are coming online between uh, between now and the summer. Okay, but are those actually net new beds? Because I know some of them were private beds that are kind of transitioning to public space, right? Yeah, that, that's right. You may recall that we had a, a completely privatized and deregulated uh, system of uh, supportive recovery uh, throughout most of the 2000s. Um, the regulations that had existed in, uh, in the late 90s uh, for the supportive recovery sec- sector were eliminated uh, by the then Liberal government in the early 2000s. And so, you know, we've been working since we formed government in 2017 to bring, uh, to sort of bring, bring some more structure back to that, uh, back to that, that sector. We, we brought in increases in the, in the funding for the supportive recovery sector in 2019. We brought in standards uh, in the contracting, the procurement that health authorities do with our, with our community, community uh, partners. And we're continuing that, uh, that, that work today. So the, the community partners that we're working with, the, the, the organizations that provide, um, that provide these services, uh, uh, some of these beds are beds that, they, that were only available to, uh, through the purely private pay uh, system. And we're taking those beds now and bringing them into uh, to the, to the public system and funding those publicly. And in some cases, we've been providing, uh, we're providing uh, 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 funds to these organizations to build net new beds, additional beds. So add-on beds in, in space that they, uh, in, in physical space that, that they already have. Okay, so these beds existed before, but people would have had to pay for them. Now they're part of the healthcare system. That's right. That's right. Okay. So what is the plan then to actually like increase the number of available beds, like absolutely new beds on the list? 
Yeah, so we have about, uh, you know, more than 90 net new, like brand new beds that did not exist in any system uh, before this this uh, before this investment this year. So those will come on, come online uh, by the by the summer. Uh, we've added, uh, you know, 500 uh, beds to the um, to the system over the over the course of the the, the last number of years that, that that we've been in government. We've built brand new beds at um, at St. Paul's. Uh, hospital uh, where we are building out the road to recovery uh, approach, which is a, a seamless approach to uh, to uh, to treating folks with uh, with substance use issues, where they could they come into the hospital, they have a uh, you know a place in a withdrawal management uh, unit, and then they. Uh, then they are are transitioned throughout the, the throughout the process to treatment and then into into aftercare right through that system. We have um, we have uh, those initial beds up and running um, at, uh, at at St. Paul's Hospital, and the uh, the treatment beds uh, will be added on by the by the summertime. Okay, so is is there a frustration though here, Minister Whiteside, that we can't do this quite fast enough for all the people who do need help? Like, is this when is this going to show us that we're making a dent in our overdose number? Yeah, I mean, Simi, I, I I understand that. I mean, we we all feel an incredible uh, uh, amount of pressure and sense of urgency around responding to a toxic drug crisis that is unrelent that is just unrelenting, becoming more toxic by the day, uh, and causing so much uh, devastation across uh, across British Columbia families and and, and communities. Uh, but our health authorities are working to not only stand up bed based access to bed based treatment, which is really important for some people who need bed based treatment, but not everybody does. Some people can be supported really well with outpatient treatment, with um, access to um, programs that, uh, like methadone programs, that can help you know support them and stabilize them uh, in their uh, in in their their, uh, their in managing their uh, their their their, their substance use um, disorder. Uh, some people are very uh, can be supported really well with virtual care. We have through our, the First Nations Health Authority. They have made really um, important uh, developments in, um, in in providing care, particularly in rural and remote communities, through uh, through access to virtual programs. So you know we're working on all of those fronts to um, ensure that people can get the care, the kind of care that they need when they need it. So how does someone access this then? Um, so these beds that are uh, that are coordinated through us through uh, through the Canadian Mental Health uh, Association, people can uh, can access them. They can self refer to those uh, to, to those beds, and they can find that information on our um, on our Care uh, Care Starts Here uh, website. Um, or they can um, uh, they can access it through their provider or through the health authority. What's important about these beds through CMHA is that people can self refer. Uh, we are still we're working with health authorities about having you know easier pathways to access some treatment spaces through uh, through health authority referrals but these beds through CMHA people can self-refer um, they can connect directly with the uh, with, with the provider and um, and, and arrange to, uh, to to try to access those, those okay. services. what does that mean then so then if they know the building or they can phone up the place and just say I want to come here Yep, they can get them so they can call right away they can say I need I need a, I you know this is my situation. Um, I need access to care, and then they will go through, of course, uh, uh, you know, a, a, a sort of a, a, an assessment process um, where we we have a team with uh, with CMHA and with the health authority and with the provider looking at you know triaging what uh, the, the the you know the people who are who are coming in um, and, and triaging who who you know what is their situation and what kind of care do they need and are they appropriate for the kind of care that that provider um, is is offering? Okay, so there is more to come. 
there is always going to be more to come, Sammy. There is, um, there, there is, there's work happening every day to scale up more access to support for British Columbians. All right, Minister Whiteside, thank you for your time. Thanks so much. That's Jennifer Whiteside, BC's Minister of Mental Health and Addictions, really breaking it down for us about this announcement. There was a big announcement yesterday about, you know, new beds, making sure people have access, if they can, to um, a recovery, a treatment bed to recover from addiction if they need it. But we still have a long way to go uh, to make sure that anybody who walks in and says, I need help or I want to get help, I'm ready to get help, is immediately offered that help, right? If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.